the college basketball experience coach K reaction pod on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Get started today and you're going to risk free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, remember to take some time and chill and grab the perfect cold refreshment, Coors Light. This is my team, Cleese, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome to the college basketball experience. The coach K retirement uh, farewell tour announcement pod. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating. Sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing. Patty C in the place to be. Hi, how are you, buddy? buddy? There you go. Upon the news of this particular event, I am doing great. Let me tell you what. I am curious though to hear how NC Nick is doing. Yes, third man in the booth. The DFS got himself. Give it up for. The rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. NC Nick, the Duke, the Duke fan, diehard Duke fan since shit, like 1989, 1990, <laughs> something like that. So we got to get his take. How are you, buddy? Well, I got a glass of bourbon in front of me, so I'm not sure if I'm drinking it out of celebration for one of the best college or best coaching careers, regardless of the sport, or if I'm drowning my sorrows, <laughs> uh, maybe a combination of the two. Well, it's easy to see a tide turn. All right. And I mean, this is, we kind of hit on this, by the way, if you're a first time listener to the college basketball experience, make sure you check out, well, a check out the college football experience. We talk college football all year long on the college football experience podcast, but also check out an episode we just did on the college basketball experience where we dove into the ACC offseason report. And we kind of brought up the fact, you know, where will coach K be in the next few years? We didn't see it coming this fast. I've seen reports out there that uh, the transfer portal and the player likeness thing. And I, and, and all of this, you know, change that's happening in the sport kind of, uh, you know, excelled that, uh, decision-making by coach K to, uh, to throw in the towel and, uh, and move forward. So I mean, first off, what do you think of that Patty C? What do you think of, of, of the fact, look, cause you, you see Roy Williams did it. I wonder next <laughs> is Tom Izzo is, is uh, fucking dinosaur bites the dust. The extinction is uh, <laughs> upon us. I just wonder, and it was funny, me and stack in the money green, were talking at lunch and he was saying, well, I think this rule helps the group of five with the transfers. And you know, uh, 
I guess it makes it harder for the coaches to retain their players nonstop. But uh, he also said, like, clearly not having Roy Williams or having Roy Williams and Coach K step down shows that the group of five, or that not even the group of five, the mid majors perhaps have a little bit of an advantage here. Yeah, that I think. I mean, this is like with Roy Williams, it was okay. Maybe that's a coincidence. Coach K going a couple months later, if that. Yeah, it's that's a shock to the system. That's a huge shock to the system. Nick, your thoughts, instant reaction. Let's let's. Let's hear you. You're the Duke fan here. You're the one that yeah, probably you be chopping it up here. Probably wipe some <laughs> tears away, right? Uh, you know. You're, well, yeah. I'll go. just say that we we're all expecting it. You know, sooner rather than later. I don't know if you ever had a timeline whether it was going to be two years, three years, a year. Who knows? Uh, there was a rumor about a month ago. I think I texted you that you know somebody said that he's on the verge of retiring. At the time, I re- I didn't really buy it, you know, and and the the rumor kind of quickly faded away. But sure enough, about a month later, and boom, there's the announcement. So, yeah, I think uh, the the NIL and I think the um you know the college basketball landscape with the transfer portal being just completely bonkers. I think that did probably speed up the process. And can you blame a guy who's going to be 75 years old later this year? Uh, I mean, he, he's gone through so many, you know, he's, he's adapted to so many changes in college basketball over the years that at his age, I, I don't blame him for not having the energy to, for you know the next ad- the adaptation, which is definitely coming because these recent changes are going to completely overhaul college basketball. So um, no, no I, yeah. I, I agree there though, that like, that is true. Like you're 75 years old nowadays. I think you're coaching every year, aside from coaching your actual team on the court, you're coaching to save them in the off season from going elsewhere. Uh, I do think the transfer portal will settle down some. So I, I think like this year, we're just seeing this gigantic explosion of, uh, of players transferring. I, I do think it will settle down some in the coming years, but, and I also understand being 75 years old, but also some of it is, I don't know. It was like the, the Roy Williams thing. It's like, come on, come on. I mean, look, before there, how many times I've read plenty of stories, whether it was Bobby Knight, whether it was, I mean, in football, our guy, Bill Snyder, they were notorious for blocking transfers from their own team. They would not let them transfer away. Right. So uh, it's, I, I think this is a, uh, I mean, I don't know that coach K is necessarily against that. I'm just saying, I think this is a good move forward for the sport in my opinion. Yeah, sure. I have no problem with the transfer portal or people or, you know, players leaving. Uh, but let's come on. We've already talked about that. This pod is about Coach K and his career and what's next for Duke. So I mean, look, dude, the, the guy has almost 200 more all-time wins than the second best or the second highest coach. 41 seasons. He was hired the year <laughs> I was dick born. in the air for a little yeah. bit, Nick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, five national champions, 15 ACC tournament champions, 12 regular season ACC champions. I don't know if we're going to see anybody stay out of school for 40 years and played basketball on at university of army under Bobby Knight and bill Parcells. <laughs> you, you love bringing up that little Parcells <laughs> that's the best, bucket, that, don't you? <laughs> that's the best piece of uh, knowledge there. Um, now what they, they, they're, uh, that's a wonderful career. Obviously, obviously Duke is in a, like so much of a better place yeah. because of him. But Although they were pretty good before he got there too. I didn't realize they were that solid. Yeah. They had, they were like um, maybe a top 25 level program. They had some ups some downs, but they weren't what Duke is now, which is arguably the most, you know, prestigious or at least, uh, you know, um, on a very short list, the most scrutinized program 
in the country. And that's what John Shire's walking into. Cause I think that's official. Now Shire's going to be head coach. So yeah, I, I think it's official now rumors about Stevens or anybody else. I think it's Shire, right? We all thought Brad Stevens, you know, uh, how ironic <laughs> at the gates when this thing first dropped, we thought Brad Stevens steps away to player personnel. Now Ainge steps away actually. So, um, but we thought, Hey, Stevens, this doesn't make sense. He's still young. Maybe he gets back into the college game after a year. Um, I still think he's going to find himself back in college basketball, but what do you, f- I mean, are you happy with that? With, with Shire? No, not really. I mean, you know, I remember when, when Roy Williams stepped down, I was questioning the hire of Hubert Davis and I will question the hire of Shire as well. I always say it's not as important to get somebody within the family than it is to get the correct person. Coach K was not in the Duke family in 1980. Yeah. He was an outsider. Um, you know, I mean, he Shire's been assistant coach for about nine years. I mean, by all accounts, he is a really good recruiter. He's an up and comer. He's young. He should do well old. with the new rules in college basketball, but he's about to take over one of the biggest programs in the country. And he's never been head coach before. Yeah. And I remember, I think Brad Stevens, people wanted and, and I, Porter Moser, when that first dropped that he was going to potentially, you know, interview with Oklahoma, we didn't know he was going to take the Oklahoma job at the time, but he interviewed with a few, I think. But I think, you know, you were a Duke fan. I think you were pulling for that one, but now, sure. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, can you, is there a situation I'm trying to recall has it ever really worked out just going from player to coach or to assistant coach to head coach there? I'm trying to recall just quickly off the top of my head here of any instances where that's clearly worked out. I I'm drawing so a blank. When Dean, when Dean Smith retired, I, I guess Guthridge had a couple decent years. I think he made a final four the year after Dean Smith retired. Granted that was with Vince Carter and Rashid Wallace. So, I mean, yeah, I could have been I could have been the head coach of that team, to, you know, and 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 go to the final four. So no, I can't think of you know like that that assistant coach who has taken over for an all time great and has done well. So it's going to be interesting. You know, I am a little excited, but I'm definitely apprehensive for what's to come next for Duke. Well, and we hit on this. What Duke returns? They have three top twenty recruits coming in mixed with a, a decent amount of talent. Uh, a, a transfer from Marquette. Um, all of a sudden, you know, we were talking, yes, they'll be in the NCAA tournament. We just, we just did this a week ago where we talked to the ACC and we said, yeah, Duke right. should be the NCAA tournament team. Do you think now? Cause I, I think we both on that episode kind of uh, alluded to Duke being a little bit overrated be in some of these polls as being top five, top 10. Now, do you think there's going to be more pressure on them? And do you think this outcome could be greater. Could they send off coach K with the final four run or a national (laughs) championship run? Well, I would like nothing more to win number six in his last year, but I don't think this news changes anything. I mean, it's still the same team. It's not like opponents are going to lay over because K's retiring. Uh, If anything, there is some more pressure on the Duke players. I think it's going to be interesting to see how they, how they deal with it. Uh, For example, the last regular season game this year is UNC at Duke. Oh, that's great. I mean, that's dude. The TV ratings, the prices of tickets, yeah, the immense pressure on the Duke players in that game. That game is going to be freaking crazy. I mean, I, I. all of that farewell tour, you know, Capel's a former player at Pitt, so they're going to play. Um, 
some of the other, I mean, obviously the UNC's Hubert Davis, so that's not as historic, but le- like Leonard Hamilton, I know him and coach K good friends, longtime I mean, rivals, Hubert Davis in his first, yeah, uh, he played, he played for Dean Smith too, though. Yeah. Yeah. And his first visit uh, as head coach of Duke or North Carolina to Duke. Yeah. Bayheim against coach K. All these are going to be hot tickets. Now I actually think it's great for college basketball. Now, now obviously it's not great to see a, a legend leave the game, but I think this year it's going to make the regular season even more exciting. Yeah. So, so there's that side of it. But let me ask you this: Do you th- it, five years from now is John Shire still the head coach? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Damn it! I'm going to uh, convince myself that he will be, <laughs> and that uh, 35 years from now, if we're all still alive, we'll be celebrating his career and his five national championships. I'm not telling myself anything else at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, they got to go out and schedule UCF and get Johnny Dawkins to play uh, one more game against uh, coach K former assistant, former player, yeah, maybe Harvard for uh, with Amaker. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nate James landed a job too. Uh, where was that? Where did he land that job? It's somewhere horizon. Oh, uh, Gardner web. Oh, was it Gardner web? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I did want to say one other thing. Cause I, you know, the, whenever there's Duke news, the haters come out of the woodworks quickly. And they're saying that this farewell tour is all about coach K cause coach K has always been all about coach K. I think that's BS. I mean, first off the timing here, are a couple things we mentioned the NIL and the transfer portal, but also the AD who's the longtime AD and his friend, um, I think his name's Kevin white. He's retiring effective August. Mm. And I mean, if he came to the conclusion, he wants to retire. Yeah, if he quit now, then he's like you know selling out on the players that he recruited no, and said he'd be there for him. Yeah, no, I heard that he wanted to be honest with recruits and was telling them that hey, you know, I, I'm not going to be here in a year. So, and that's how it whole. Le- I from what I understand, I think that's how it leaked. That's how oh, it got okay. to that. Um, well, and I think it helps stabilize the future also, not only for the recruits that are, are going to be playing this year or, or the players playing this year, but it's also for the next recruiting class. They so, know who the coach is going to be you know, so they can decide if they want to come early. And if the, if if a top recruit who was a Duke target is not interested anymore, then Duke can move on to the next guy. Well, I can tell you this, Patty sees sitting back. He sees Roy Williams leave. He sees coach K on the verge of leaving and he's a Tony Bennett UVA fan. I think he's sitting (laughs) back cruise control saying Leonard Hamilton, 75 years old or wherever the hell he is. I know he looks like he's 40, but dude, right. ne- next is Bayheim. You mentioned Bayheim yeah, too. Bayheim. That's Tony what Bennett's about to be the senior. That's what I'm talking uh, about. Man he's going to be running the ACC. <laughs> that's right. Um, that's what I was going to get get to though. Bayheim though has both of his sons. I think he's fine for this year coaching. Maybe even the the year after. Do you see anyone else doing this? Because look, Roy Williams kind of hit us when we, we weren't expecting that. Coach K, we weren't expecting it this early. I know this sport is changing really at a rapid pace. Do you think Tom Izzo? Do you think McKillop at uh, Bob McKillop at Davidson? Some of these longtime coaches. Could you see Bob Huggins? Maybe Bob Huggins, Bill Self. I don't know. I mean, do you? Could you see any of these guys? Huggins is getting old too. Let me look. Pulling the plug on this and saying, "What the hell is this?" 
I don't know because I think like even Calipari I think is designed for this. Patino designed for this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Huggins like, a little bit designed for it. Bruce too. Pearl designed for this. <laughs> right? They're the hustlers. They're yeah. the used car sa- the, the, Yeah, the used car sales. But I mean, what what's a transfer? A, a transfer is the equivalent of a used car. That's yeah, true. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> They're wheeling and dealing. Dude, that's that a Cutlass Supreme. That's a, that's a 1990 Cutlass Supreme. All right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, do I mean? Do you think Izzo? What, well, let's just check in really quick before we leave here. Is Izzo out in the next two years, Nick? What's his age? Because he's a bit—he's a little bit younger. I mean, he's probably what mid sixties. If I had a guess, I would say like sixty-five. But is the program slipping a little bit too? He is sixty-six. Huggins so, is sixty-seven. So yeah, Izzo sixty-six. Huggins sixty-seven. Few more years. Yeah, especially for I, used car salesman. Yeah, but I mean, Izzo's not really a used car salesman. That's why I could see him leaving. He might get fed up with it. Yeah, yeah. I could see that. I mean, they haven't been very active in the transfer portal. I can think they got a kid from Northeastern, but I, I, I it'll I, be interesting to watch. I think, yeah, I think Rocket Watts transferred out. I yeah. think their backup point guard, the white guy, Foster, I Foster, lawyer, yeah, he transferred out. He transferred out. So. so um, if anybody is in the same kind of, you know, mindset that coach K might be, it might be Izzo because I don't think he particularly enjoys the recruiting aspect, especially if it's a year round, yeah. not only recruiting new players, but recruiting your own players to stay. I don't see Izzo enjoying that portion of the job. So yeah, maybe he hangs it up a little bit earlier than he would too. I still think though, that these first two or three years are going to be crazy. Five years from now, I think the transfer portal will not be nearly as insane. Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure either. <laughs> I'm kind of with Nick. Well, I think it will still be more than it used to be Yeah, because you had asshole coaches blocking players, tra- you know, but I, I just think it's not going to be this. I think it's going to find probably half of what it currently is going to hit its balance, Yeah, which would still be higher than any of the other years. I don't know. We talked about this recently and just, I think if you look at 18 year olds, they're very short attention span and instant gratification. If they don't, if they're not getting the minutes, if they're not, you know, doing what they've envisioned, they're bouncing. Could be true. Could be true. So, so UVA is uh, basically going to be <laughs> Tony Bennett or bust. Well, right? yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to ask is who really stands to benefit from this most uh, nationally. I would guess like Kentucky. Oh, well, was there the of, only one Duke who, not being there? Yeah. The Duke is one of a few teams that is uh, you know, pulling in several five stars, several top twenty players every year. Well, Gonzaga certainly starts to yeah, yeah. they'll benefit. Um, yeah, and but you know those five stars, that's only one part of the equation now. Like what I'm a little bit excited about with Shire is that I think he will embrace the transfer portal more than than Coach K was. So um, yeah, I mean you know landing five stars is important. It's nice, but you can still win without them. Well, so. here's the thing. And, and while, when you say that, I agree, but assuming that the power programs catch up with the transfer portal and, and it seems like they had been behind the curve on that, you know, other teams are wheeling and dealing, supplementing their roster or like reshaping it to, um, you know, be the best they could possibly be. And the other schools are given play time to freshmen. Once that promise stops being a guarantee for these five star, I, I don't know if that's going to be the case, but or once you stop building your team around them completely, you don't have to go for a fab five to still have two or three, you know, top 20 starters on your team. And it's nice right. to be able to get those guys. I think that well, the perfect formula is probably a mix of all. 
yeah, of, exactly. of some veterans within your within your, your program, then uh, getting some of those big time recruits and also getting some key transfers. Yeah, and yeah. I think every year you're gonna have to hit reset and 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 try to figure those try things and hit out. It all. Because if you're bringing in top twenty recruits, chances are they're gonna leave after a year. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But I think who else benefits them? Yeah, Kentucky obviously would have the opportunity to benefit. I think uh, Auburn, Maybe UCLA, with, yeah, UCLA, Arizona. I think with getting uh, uh, Tommy Lloyd. Um, so you know who should, you know who should, and and I don't see it happening because they might not have the right guy. But if there was an ever a spot for NC State, yes, uh, you know, regain the triangle in North Carolina, <laughs> well, you know, with with Roy with Roy gone and Coach K gone, hey, NC State, here's your chance, man. Well, yeah, check this out. <laughs> check this out. You said it was a big year for Kevin Keats. You you even made the prediction as on the ACC show that he would not be coaching here a year from now. Right? Oh no. I think you said he would. I think you, I gave him, I gave him the benefit of the doubt, but there's a still a very decent chance that he is let go. Well, do you pull the plug and try to bring in a Brad Stevens that they talk about stealing the momentum with Hubert Davis, the uncertainty of knowing if he'll be a successful coach with, with coach K leaving. If, if NC state can go out and get a huge hire, Maybe you can do some back channeling to gauge interest from a, 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 a premier coach, but NC State has not been effective at landing a big coach yeah. in the past. Yeah, but I think maybe that would be more no, appealing. Not, not Patino. Who's the? Uh, is it Patino? Who's up at Iona? Yeah, Rick Patino. Patino. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a sitting he's not, duck. They're not gonna go. <laughs> he, he's not. Go, if he's going to a, he he'll go to coach. UNLV. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he can definitely coach. Yeah, but. he can definitely coach. <laughs> dude, if you're NC State and you have been. You know, but he's like 72. Also, yeah, that's like true. you gotta go, you gotta go younger, man. Like this is your opportunity to strike while the iron's hot. Well, who even is a hot shot young coach? Brad Stevens is somewhat young. Yeah. He could probably coach for another 20 years in college basketball. Absolutely. You know who they tried to pull in before they hired uh, the guy before Keats. Uh, what's his name? Who just got fired for a scandal out in California. Oh, Godfrey. Godfrey. Yeah. They, they tried, they really tried to bring in Billy Donovan. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, well, if, if he's interested in coming back to college, that would be a great, great hire. Hey, there you go. There you go. Right it there. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, guys, make sure, make sure you check out the rest of the college basketball experience. We talk college basketball year round. We got more conference previews coming up. Big 10, big East, uh, big 12 pack 12. We're gonna, we got you covered on the college experience. We're going to break down all the conferences for you. Even in the off season, it never stops. The ball never stops bouncing. Patty C. No, it doesn't. Right? I don't know uh, what the fuck that means, but <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Uh, sip your Coors Light and enjoy it. All right. Um, all right. Yeah, but please, if you can, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We talk college basketball year round. Me, Patty C, NC Nick, handicap every single Division One college basketball game against the spread. Been doing it for four years. Been over five hundred each and every season for all of us, like as a collective, but also independently, we've also been way over 500 on our locks. Uh, we give you all that for free on a spreadsheet over at sports gambling podcast.com. Yes. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. We've got a brand new feed with the college basketball experience. So get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review, say some nice things about us, please. Come on. Even if you left one before on the old feed, get over there, get over there and give us a new one. All right. And if you do take a screenshot at the call and, and, and tag me at the Colby D. So take a screenshot. I don't care what you use. All right. could be a Polaroid, right? Uh, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter. Give me a follow as well. And uh, send me that photo 
and I will uh, send you a college experience t-shirt. How about that? At the Colby D Patty C's at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is at NC underscore N I C K. Uh, and make sure you follow the sports gambling podcast on Twitter as well at the SGP network and check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast. All right, guys, this is the college experience. Coach K reaction pod. You better start thinking about yours and we out.